basketball Famous who's so famous, number one, this I ball Out of what I want, when I want, and how I want it Leave you with the one in the edge Hey, bitches! This is the Mind Body Bitches Podcast. Bitches! The podcast where we tackle everything from mental health, fitness, relationships, dramas, llamas, and everything in between. I'm Carly. And I'm Em. And welcome to episode number 12, guys. Woo! It's a bitches and brews where we grab a brew and have a chat. Yes, today we're talking everything from nipple piercings, festive traditions, and body image worries over the holidays. It's a good one, guys. Grab yourself a brew bit. It's the Mind Body Bitches. Again. <laughs> yeah. Long. We need to uh we need to leave everyone in. <laughs> Guys, we literally just recorded. Well, we didn't. We did about half an hour's worth of podcast. It was going great, and then I just was like, um, I've not hit record. <laughs> Oh there's a reason right when we're together m handles the deck right there's a deck <laughs> which has all our like microphones plugged into it and the sounds and everything like that there's a reason why m does it because she's <laughs> not a complete and utter moron no but also i'm the biggest technophobe in the world so it's like the blind leading the blind like, you've never here. done that though that's me that's all <laughs> me although i do have like the biggest fear in the world whenever i come to edit to be like oh my god like what if it hasn't recorded literally oh yeah anyway anyway (laughs) shall we start again (laughs) to be fair this is the best this has actually made the the beginning of this podcast much better (laughs) honestly although you guys missed the nipple chat i think we're gonna have to start there again yeah exactly Exactly. Episode number 12. Oh. Nipple chat. But yeah, no, like, to go into the nipple chat, I asked Em how she was. She said she's got a sore nipple. Would you like to explain? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyone that doesn't follow me on Instagram, because if you have, you will have seen this saga. But um, yeah, I was breastfeeding my uh, toddler yesterday, and I've been umming and ahhing as to whether to, like, properly wean him off the boob. And I feel like this was maybe like my telltale sign because yesterday during nap time uh, breastfeeding session, he bit me so hard that he managed to make my nipple bleed. Mm. Very sore. Ow. Like, ow. Nipples are sensitive. Like, nipples are fucking sensitive. Like, that's not the one. I was just saying that, like, I've had mine pierced. And as much as, like, I don't think any of my piercings have really hurt. Like, so many people are like, oh, my God, this, like, really hurt. And I'm just like, mm none of, I feel like the pain is over so quickly that I just feel yeah. like I'm not piercings just don't bother me um but definitely when I got my nipple done I was like that's the thickest piercing I've ever had done yeah. you know it sounds disgusting <laughs> but it's like normally when you get a piercing it's kind of like you know they put it through and it's like boom and then they put the jewelry in and it's done whereas like when you get your nipple done it's kind of like okay boom okay boom and then jewelry on <laughs> it's like they've got to pierce it and then they've got to press it all the way through and it's yeah it's definitely the the thickest one but it's not that bad honestly it's not that bad when I went to get it done I thought it was going to hurt way more than it did so I'm an absolute wuss with piercings not a chance I've not even had my ears redone because my ears have now closed up and I just won't go and get them redone really not a chance I love piercings I want a few more on my ears I'm like don't come near me with a needle just don't Uh, no Oh, not no, I've taken a few out though. Like, I mean, I have quite a few. Let me count how much I have. I have my septum done. I have like three each lobe on my ears. And then I have like my top ear done. I have my belly done, my nipple. So it's probably like five. I've had my nostril done as well. And for a time I had my septum and my nostril in. But um, mm. I don't know. I actually prefer it just my septum. Um, so yeah. You're crazy. Yeah. What, what do you think hurts more, a piercing or a tattoo? uh tattoo 
Definitely. Really? I don't yeah. Because I've got like four. Five, yours are very two. small though. Yeah, so, I was say, mine didn't hurt that bad. Yeah. So. so yours are all lines. So yours are like, you're not there for very long. So like, yeah. and you know, I've got a fine line one on my wrist and I was literally there for like 10, 20 minutes and it was done. And I was like, oh, that's not bad at all. I've got two on the back of my calves, which are like medium sized tattoos. They're like these hearts and they say, um... I want to break free, Queen lyrics, because, you know, Cute. he wanted to just do break free because like, and I was like, no, 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 because some people might think that's like high school musical. We need to put the I want to. <laughs> We're breaking free. I love it. Yeah. Like we, we need to know that it's Queen. Um, But yeah, so basically they involve lining and shading and the thick, thick lines as well. So when you basically, cool. so yeah. he, he had to do one tattoo completely first because he said, I could line them both and then shade them, mm. but basically one's going to go sore in the time that it's waiting to be shaded. So he's like, I'm going to completely do one tattoo and then I'm going to completely do the other. So I was like, all right, okay, cool. He starts lining and I'm like, ooh. And he was like, lining's the hardest bit like to get through and it is minging. So he did one and then he shaded it. Shading's not that bad. Like obviously it's a bit painful, but it's not that bad. So he shaded all, but then he has to go back to lining. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, I'd almost forgotten what that was like and he went in to do the second one and I was like fuck so yeah oh, I was very sore it's not no. that bad like I could withstand it and it was fine and it definitely depends where you get it done like back of the calves isn't the nicest area but also isn't the worst area either so I was all right yeah. but yeah. yeah definitely a tattoo definitely a tattoo oh. over a person maybe I would be all right with a piercing then but I'm mm. still not gonna have any job it's funny though because Tom, <laughs> Tom's actually trained in piercings but he doesn't do it and I think he did do it for a small amount of time and I was like why don't you do piercings he was like I hate it he was like it's so gross and I'm really? like really oh, and I'm like but you tattoo people like all day every day and he's like it's not the same it's really not the same yeah. and I'm just like interesting but, that is interesting I yeah. did not know that he still mm. tries to come at me sometimes though if I want a new piercing he's like I'll do it I'm like no no, no I'm gonna go to the shop because you haven't done that in years and I do <laughs> not trust you just <laughs> running around the house with a needle literally like, I'll do it I'm like fuck off get away from me <laughs> so good Honestly. So, what drink are you on right now? What are you I drinking? have a brew. I have, well, this is the worldwide mm. argument, isn't it? Is a brew a tea or a coffee? Yeah. Or is it both? No, so, it's a tea. I used to say, I used to be like, it's definitely a tea because Tom used mm-hmm. to call anything a brew. So, I'd be like, a brew is a tea. If you ask me right. if I want a brew, I assume it's a tea. However, because mm. I've lived with Tom now for two years, he calls a brew a tea or a coffee and normally he means a coffee so I've just said, said a brew is now a coffee but I feel like oh I'm God. going back on everything I can't I know. live in this world yeah. <laughs> no no so yeah I've, I've, had, I've, or had a brew. <laughs> I've had a coffee this is my second one this morning so I'm shaking a little bit but it's okay <laughs> oh I love it okay what are you drinking the, the coffee shake the yeah. coffee shake I'm uh, I'm I'm still on a hot lemon and honey manuka uh. honey because I uh, I thought I had the rona, I don't, but I got a really, really sore throat on Sunday and I was Good. panicked. Yeah. So I've been on the vitamins, I've been on the Manukani and lemon and I'm absolutely fine. I've got slight, slight pain in my right tonsil area, but yeah, nothing, nothing too bad. Everyone but freaks yeah, out. Trying to everyone freaks out away. Mm. yeah if you get like a sore throat I cough like anything it's like fuck I've got COVID I've got the rain. yeah yeah um 100%. it's so hard to know as well because like I think for me when I started to get symptoms I don't know it was kind of obvious in a way right it just kind yeah. of like because normally when I get sick like if I'm feeling run down or I've got a cold or anything like that I don't normally get a cough it's normally like right. sore throat, mm-hmm. stuffy, sneezy, like ugh, sort of thing. I don't normally cough that much. And yeah, I started coughing like repeatedly, like one evening. And I was like, just looking at Tom, mm-hmm. like, is this it? Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah. And then I just started to feel like utter wank. <laughs> like, I was like, I've not Awful. felt like this before. So I just, yeah when it got a test and it was confirmed but I think you can tell I think you know do you know what I mean yeah I had like a gut feeling I have to say although your side with a headache didn't it so then now yeah. every time I have a headache I'm like oh my god have I got corona yeah it was a minging <laughs> headache though it felt like a migraine sort of headache like 
mine came on like in my sleep I think yeah no, 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 I got a headache I, I got, not a that. really bad headache and then it woke me up in the middle of the night as well like and it lasted for about 48 hours and that's one they don't tell you about really like it's in the list of symptoms but it's not like the first initial one but for me it was one of yeah. the first initial ones so I feel like you do know in your gut though because mm. I was like even on when I was like feeling a bit rough on Sunday I was like yeah this is definitely just a sore throat. Yeah, if it's familiar to you, like it's really weird. Mm. Like obviously you can get a headache and a cough and everything normally and it's not COVID. But I think I'm familiar with like when I feel just a bit run down and things like that. I'm like, I know what that feels like. But now I've had COVID. I'm like, I know what that feels like. So if I was to like, I think I could judge myself whether I had it or not. Do you know what I mean? Obviously I'd still get a test if I thought I had symptoms, but. I think the thing is as well is like, Feel like there's people say there's always a fear around COVID, and I'm like, I'm not scared of getting it and like dying or being seriously ill. It's more like how inconvenient it is that you then have to isolate, yeah. Everyone around you has to isolate. Like, Sen wouldn't be able to go to like play group, I wouldn't be able to go to work, Gab wouldn't be able to go to work, like, my mum wouldn't be able to go to work. It's just like, oh, very inconvenient. It's not like the actual like illness, yeah, that I'm necessarily like worried about it would be more of like, I wouldn't then be able to go and do my job. Exactly. Like I am at this point where I'm like, okay, you're not going to get it again. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I've got more of a chance of not getting it again because I yeah. have antibodies. Well, I might have antibodies. Um, I had a really funny phone conversation with someone on the phone. Um, okay. phone conversation with someone on the phone yeah that's what I did oh <laughs> yeah that's how it that's how it works <laughs> well obviously if you have a, co- a positive covid test um they know about it and they uh will check in with you and everything to make sure you're isolating check you're okay all that kind of shebang and then um way afterwards like a month or so afterwards they ring you and they may ask for a plasma donation so I didn't know what this was and the guy on the phone did a really good exp- like a really good job of explaining what it was so basically um you can have antibodies in your blood if you've had corona and right the antibodies are in your plasma so basically what they would do is stick a needle in your arm for a test run for 20 minutes um and they'd separate your red blood cells from your plasma they'd put the red blood cells back into your body but they'd take the plasma out and if the plasma has antibodies they'd invite you in for a second session it'd be longer you'd have a needle in your arm for 60 minutes and then they do exactly the same thing so I was like okay he was like are you interested in donating you know you could be saving lives and all this kind of shit and I was like I mean I'll give it a go and he was like you know we'd rather you not do it if you're anxious about needles or anything like that and I was like I mean I've never been in a situation where I've had a needle in my arm for an hour but yeah I can try (laughs) and I was like do I have to look at it that is my only question and he was literally like no one we're not going to force you to look at the needle and I was like okay great because I literally you're went, only allowed to come if you watch the needle you watch the entire thing I was like honestly every time I've had a blood test I've had to say to the person like I'm not being rude but I'm I'm just going to turn in the other direction because I, I I just can't I can't see it go in I, I can't I, watch I don't I'm not even squeamish about needles or anything like that like we've said like I've had loads of piercings it doesn't bother me or anything like that but I just I don't know I just prefer not to see it um, yeah, no, so yeah but anyway it went through this whole process process of explaining everything to me and he's like are you up for it and I was like yeah and then he was like okay we just need to ask you a couple of questions and he's like the first one is um what's your height and weight so I told him my height and weight and he was like all ah, right okay you can't do it <laughs> I was like all right and I was like why and he was like basically um with your height and weight there's not enough blood in your body to do the donation so basically they'd they'd be taking all of my blood out of my body <laughs> to yeah, not ideal to do it and yeah so it's just i'd either fate or die so <laughs> they were like yeah you can't not do ideal. it and i was like all oh, right he's like but you know it's good for you to know what it is because apparently they're having loads of questions about like the whole plasma donation thing so if you didn't know what it was that's what it is basically yeah um, so interesting but yeah so interesting. but i can't do it but i was willing i was willing because <laughs> i was up for it yeah. Not allowed to do it. That happened to me with when I first the first time I gave blood mm-hmm. when I was much smaller than I am now. Not yeah. not not uh, in height. I've still not grown since I was like twelve, but <laughs> smaller. And I yeah, halfway through I I literally felt weird and then woke up with my legs over my head and like four people standing around me being like, You're right and I fainted. And uh basically it came to light that I was not heavy enough. So I didn't have enough bloody 
bloody blood in my body mm-hmm. to be donating blood, but nobody actually asked me my height or weight before we got started. That's so shit. <laughs> so, so shit yeah. on their end. Right? I think they felt really guilty. They were like, oh, yeah, somebody definitely should have asked you. Yeah, someone's getting fired. Like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> they were like, just sit down, have some squash and biscuits, and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, it's kind of good to know, though, because like I've always wanted to donate blood, but it's, you know, I feel mm. less guilty about not donating blood now because I... Uh, I wouldn't Can't. be able to. Um, but I've not been able to anyway for the past two years or so because I've had tattoos and you're not allowed to mm. give blood if you've had a tattoo within a certain time period. I think it's like a year. It might be six months or a year. But I've, yeah. yeah. So I've just not been able to do it because it's something to do with like poisoning the blood or whatever. Although but. I tried to give blood recently because I'm a lot heavier now. Um, so I'm sure I'd be fine and I wouldn't say and they were just basically like, oh, yeah, we, we've got loads of your blood types, so we don't need it. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, fine, great. All right, then. Never mind. Just trying to be helpful, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll just sit back down, shall I? Anyway. Mm. Anyway, what have you been up to this week? I've had a very festive week. I must say, very festive week. If you watched our bitches and booze on Instagram Live uh, last week, you will know that I went into drive-in cinema, and it was so magical. It was fantastic. There was like it was like an interactive theatre experience as well as a drive-in cinema. So you like went in and drove through all these characters and like festive installations and all that kind of shebang. Then you parked up. We watched Home Alone. Had like a hot chocolate. It was dead cute. It was dead nice. So we did that. Um, what else did we do? I also introduced Tom to Love Actually because he's never seen it, which is criminal. I can't believe that, honestly. Criminal. How have you got to whatever age you are, Tom, and you've not watched Love Actually? 26 years of age and he's not seen Love Actually. 26 years with no, I mean, honestly. I mean, we say that, it definitely was. It definitely only came out, like, when did it come out? But anyway. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not been out. <laughs> I'm like, 26 whole years. Yeah. He's not watched it. I not been love it, though. It's my favourite one. It's number one for me. Oh, no, it's definitely not for me. I mean, I appreciate it, but it's definitely it's not even top five for me. Mine, mine's the holiday. Really? Definitely top spot, yeah. Like, sure. we did watch the holiday the other day, and he did enjoy the holiday. I don't think he'd seen that before either. And he liked the holiday more than Love Actually, but, like, Love Actually will always be my fave. Like, Hugh Grant yeah. dancing to jump will never get old. Oh, I have no, that is my favourite scene <laughs> in a Christmas movie ever. But, you know the scene in the holiday when she drives, the American drives to the little country village mm-hmm. and then picks up loads of wine. Yeah. That's my life now. <laughs> That's my life. That's literally why I do Every time I drive into our little country village, I'm like, oh my God, I'm Cameron Diaz. I'm a holiday. Brilliant. I love it. And just like, I love how she's just like drinking it in the shop from the bottle. Yeah, just like, That's my life. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't drink it. Right there, but Brilliant. Yeah, that's my life. Brilliant. Lots of wine, lots of wine. I love the... Um, driving cinema though I thought it looked so cute and I'm so jealous that you guys have had snow yeah we had it's only I'm for one so day jealous. this week I know but so festive I know so cute it felt so nice I had like the Christmas tree up and like there was just, it was all coming down and it actually looked like it was gonna stick like it was a few inches deep um but then it, it was gone by like the morning and I was like oh I know because I woke up and it was like I mean it was freezing here absolutely freezing mm-hmm. but it was sunny and then I looked on Instagram and everyone in Manchester was like it's yeah because this is the first year that I've actually been excited for snow because normally I'm doing so many events so I'm traveling like between Mm. cities in the UK and it's normally a pain in the arse because obviously snow like England can't handle snow like we can't like it's embarrassing like you go to Canada (laughs) right I've been to Canada three times like uh, I mean I've gone twice in the winter and it will be like ridiculously deep they just fucking get on with it. They have snow plows. They sort it out. It's just everyone's got like big sort of like four by four sort of things. And they're just like literally just getting on with it. It doesn't bother them at all. Here, we freak out. Like freak out. It's pathetic. So yeah, but it's obviously it causes loads of delays and things like that. But this year, I'm not really moving that much. So I'm just like, you know what? Let it fucking snow. Let I know, know this is the year that I'm like come on we've got nowhere to go yeah <laughs> if it's gonna snow any year it should be this it year it should be this year but anyway. normally I think it gets colder in like January now doesn't it like January and February mm. seem to be a lot colder than 
December, I think. That's definitely what the case was last year. Although, oh no, not last year. I was going to say two years ago, I remember being like heavily pregnant with Ben and he was born in March. Mm. So I would have been, it would have been February. And I remember moving into our new house and it being like gloriously sunny and warm. Oh really? But that was two years ago. So hopefully we still have hope. We have hope for this year. Yeah. (laughs) Fine. Fine. Um, How was the Carmina photo shoot? Oh my God, so good. So on Monday. (laughs) we did this um Carmina photo shoot and it was like a festive photo shoot so it was kind of like costumes for Christmas and New Year so all the sequins all the sparkle we had Christmas tunes on it was fab and it was like all okay COVID wise and everything we were allowed to do it um Duffy shot it who's been on the podcast um he did an amazing job like everyone looked insane like it's just Oh, it was just so nice to see the team. Like I haven't seen some of my dancers since March and it was just so nice to have a few of them together, shooting together, doing something creative. And it was just like, everyone was so grateful as well, which was so lovely. You know, they were just kind of like, you know, we've not been able to get sparkly or anything in such a long time. And they, it was so yeah. funny. They were like, we've not put a full face of makeup on in like, nine months you know (laughs) they were like this is different um but yeah so it was so lush I just I really miss the team I miss performing I miss the industry so fingers crossed this vaccine's gonna get rolled out quickly in the new year I mean I think some of it's starting to be rolled out now so fingers crossed by like spring summer we'll be back in like full force like the comeback's gonna be real you know what I mean (laughs) Oh my god, people are going to go mad. Yeah, I, I think people are going to as soon as we're like allowed to go out and party, it's going to be mental. Yeah, fingers gonna be crossed. Mental. Fingers. Mental, I just can't, I just want to be in a rave, shoulder to shoulder <laughs> with people I don't know. Like I'm going to appreciate that. that so much. I'm going to be like sweat on me. Like, I'm going to be like whatever. <laughs> just like oh, I'm I'm okay with it. Do you know what I mean? You're going to be that girl in the club that's like I love you. I love. <laughs> Literally. I love you. I don't know you, but I, I love, love you. you. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Wait, you have you, such a festive week. Yeah, I have. I have. I was just going to say, did you see the uh, meme where it's kind of like, I wonder how all those girls are that I've not met in club bathrooms. I wonder how they're doing. <laughs> Dump them. Are they all right? Do you know what I mean? But, oh my God, it's been so long since I've been in a club, in a girl's bathroom, like yeah. in a club consoling another girl. I'm always so I'm always bad. the one as well because so like bad. I I tend to not get like I tend to always be the sensible friend on nights out like not too sensible mm-hmm. but like I'll get drunk but I'm never like that mortal when I'm out I normally like past a certain point I sober up or I start to drink water because I just yeah. I hate I hate being sick from alcohol so I'm like oh, past a certain point I'm like I've had I've had quite a bit now I'm gonna go on water so I'm always the sensible one so I'm always the one in the toilet where the girl's like oh like they'll see me like brushing my hair because I'm prepared and I'll bring like a comb and like some like lip gloss and things like that and they're like oh can I borrow your brush or can I do that and I'm like yeah sure and then they end up talking to me about you know the life story and about the guy that they're seeing and everything like that and you know when you just I end up turning into the mind body bitch (laughs) (laughs) and it's like I'm there for like 20 minutes just like giving this girl life advice and it's just like oh yeah brilliant I miss it I miss it now it's all happening in the Instagram DM yeah that's the new girl's bathroom yeah absolutely (laughs) that is literally it brilliant I love it (laughs) oh what have you done this week not a lot to be fair um well I say not a lot because obviously I'm looking after certain at most days, mm-hmm. but not a lot of like leaving the house. I had my first day back at work on Sunday, which was so, so good. Because yeah. um, I work in retail, for anyone that doesn't know, just one day a week. Um, I mean, it was great. It was really nice to be back with the team. Like, like you said, it's so nice to see people, even after like this lockdown that was only like four weeks long, felt like forever. Um, although we did have, literally everybody coming through the door was coming to return something that they bought online in black friday but you know it's all, it's all good it's all good very busy day mm-hmm. um but then yeah i mean not a huge amount obviously we did bitches and booze on friday which was so much fun and we decorated our final tree for anyone that doesn't know i've got three trees but it's not really me because i live at home because I live at home and we live in a slight in like a separate apartment so we've got one tree and then my mom has two but 
the family Christmas tree, like whenever that goes up, because it's all the decorations that like we've grown up with. Oh, it just feels like Christmas. That's but, so cute. Yeah, I just I haven't gone anywhere too far. First of all, because I was feeling a little bit unwell. Yeah. And then second of all, because I mean, I don't want to keep talking about Corona because it's so boring. It's just everywhere. But my 80-odd-year-old nan is coming for Christmas, which I'm so excited about. Um, but yeah, because it's so close to Christmas now, I'm just being so careful where yeah. I go because I don't want to be the one that like ruins Christmas because yeah. she can't come because i've got coronavirus absolutely so. the pressure's on now i'm to not be really like, going anywhere yeah i feel like the pressure's on to just like don't get it don't get it before yeah. christmas like yeah no thank you i'm sure you could still have a magical christmas even if you had the rona but like it's it would suck a little bit wouldn't it so it's like oh don't get it don't get it don't get it yeah so that's been it although i did take two um festive trips to starbucks and i tried my first eggnog latte oh, and then it? a toffee nut latte and I, I can confirm both are fantastic. The both eggnog as well. Yeah, so good. And I'm not a big them. eggnog fan. I just yeah. I think it sounds disgusting. Like, I just, no offence to anyone that loves it, but I just think, like, it just, I, I, I can't even imagine what it tastes like because I just think it's like creamy egg in a cup. Although, <laughs> I was, we spoke about this on Bitches and Boo, so then I asked Gav, so for anyone that doesn't know my partner Gav, like worked with alcohol worked in bars for many many years and i was like what is eggnog because <laughs> we did talk about it with no idea apparently you've got no egg in it it's more like a bailey oh yeah well that's misleading right I, well i was like why is it called eggnog <laughs> but apparently it doesn't i mean don't shoot the messenger because that might be wrong yeah but uh, my 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 source is reliable mm. but yeah apparently it's more like a bailey yeah. i mean yeah. like i remember Gavin making us so like for those that don't know like yeah Gavin um used to work in a bar that me and Em used to dance in that's how they met but um, we we used to take advantage so much that they were dating like and we'd be on shift and like around Christmas as well they made this amazing cocktail like Gavin made it up he did make it up didn't he the bobsleigh yeah it's like Gavin's yeah, recipe yeah. and it was yeah. so fucking nice we'd literally just be at the end of the bar just like can we have a drink? And like normally like the other staff would just get like a normal drink or they'd have to have stuff in the dressing room and things like that. And we'd get like <laughs> full on <laughs> bobsleigh cocktail. Um, but that had egg white in it, didn't it? Yeah. To make yeah. it foamy. Yeah, yeah. And they do that in a lot of cocktails and it sounds disgusting, but you can't taste it at all. It just makes it like throth a bit at the top. Although vegan hack, you can use chickpea water. Oh, does that do the same does thing? Does the same thing. Yeah, ah, so cool, isn't it? I know. Honestly, so funny. That, so I have a really funny story that we have to touch on because <laughs> we used to be like a little bit wild in this bar. Now, I'm not talking like girls gone wild, but we definitely did like throw around the place. And because I was dating the bar manager, we were like, just give us drinks and whatever. Mm -hmm. But I have a really suspect. funny story where one of the uh, newer bartenders basically started hitting on me and Gav, <laughs> Gav basically went over to him and was like uh yeah that's, that's my missus and the, the poor guy was like oh my god I'm so sorry and it was hilarious Gav was not bothered at all but it was so funny because we used to be there all the time at the bar being overly friendly with the bartenders so they could make us drink brilliant you was you're such a flirt though like if anyone doesn't know this like emily is such a flirt like she used to be the one as well like because we used to be business partners with carmila like she used to run it with me and we used to like i used to have to, when we were doing meetings she'd be like the sassy flirty sort of like posh totty that'd be like oh yes darling yes we can yes we can do that for you and everything and like cracking all the jokes and i'd be like the serious one that's like you know with my laptop out and everything like so what date did you want to confirm and everything like that i was like fully serious and em's just like having a bev with them like <laughs> Just having a great time, but it works so me. well. It works so me, well. Me. I do. I really do. <laughs> it works so well because you were just like the fun one, and I was the one that actually got the job done. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so good. You need the balance in your life. You need the balance. Exactly. Exactly. It works when we were like when it's an entertainment business. It works. I don't. Um, I don't recommend you do this if you work in like tax. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but it works as an entertainment business. It's all about the fun. It's all about the personality. Literally. If I get the stuff done, I would just do things like great. Love you were it. just the schmoozer. You were the schmoozer. <laughs> you got us the gigs. You know how to work the crowd. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it does put me in situations. And I don't know when I'm flirting. I mean, I don't do it anymore because whenever I'm out now, I've got my kids with me. I just so think it's your nature. I don't think it's like, it's never like a, do you know what I mean? I'd never be like, oh my gosh, Emily, you've got a boyfriend. You've got a boyfriend. Why are you, you know, oh, did you just just, just drop something? No, that was the dog. That was right. a meltdown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, I now live in a mad house of three dogs and a toddler. Fantastic. So. You might get some background noise. Wonderful. Um, but yeah, no, it was never to the point of like, oh my God, Emily, you need to watch yourself. It was just like, it's just your nature. You have a just really me. flirtatious nature. Yeah. Like, but yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so, how are you feeling about Christmas and the holiday season? Do you feel like you're excited about it? Do you feel, I mean, it's going to be different this year, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like, it's so different this year, but I have, like, two minds about it. Like, I understand it's different and there's restrictions and you can't do as much as you'd maybe like to. But for yeah. me, like, I've always said this, I'm usually rammed towards Christmas. So I'm usually doing mm-hmm. so many events, Christmas and New Year, so I don't get time to sit back and enjoy it. And I think this year mm-hmm. I'm like, I have got time, like to enjoy myself and get into the festivities and yeah I'm not making as much money and there's a little bit of a pressure from that side of things and everything but I am like I'm just happy to in a way kind of have a year off do you know what I mean and just like yeah because I won't be able to do this again like once stuff goes back to normal next year I won't have this much time so I'm like you know what enjoy it like take yeah. this year just to enjoy the festivities spend time with family and friends and whatever and just enjoy it but also I did actually land a bit of a Christmas job I need to tell you about Ooh, very excited how exciting so yeah from the, from the 19th to the 24th there might be more da- dates added between Christmas and New Year I'm going to be working in the Northern Quarter Grotto which is so it's gonna be rad so basically it's an underground sort of Christmas experience it's socially distanced Mm -hmm. like there's basically these um boxes that will pop you into which will be like individual households there's like I think there's like six to seven boxes I don't know um anyway it's all socially distanced and there's going to be like a little performance going on in the middle um and then basically that's it. It's just like a nice little Christmassy family friendly thing to do. So I'm going to be a little ice princess. So I'll go out and like check everybody in and I'll lead everyone through into the grotto. The performance will happen. All that kind of stuff will go on. And then I'll lead everybody out and I'm going to be doing like 13 shows a day. <laughs> so like, oh my God, that's amazing. So oh, it's, that's so yeah, cool. I'm like, it's going to be full on, but I'm really excited about it because I've not really worked much through November and December. I've not really done much entertainment work throughout the whole year so I'm just like I'm excited to get stuck into it to make some money to you know do something festive I always like because you know a lot of our work is nightclubs bars private parties all of that so we don't really work with children that much but when we do I love it it's such a change it's so refreshing like it's really nice so I'm well excited for that I'm currently like making up a headpiece for it and stuff so Love yeah. that. so oh, I'll be doing that right up until you. Christmas so the 19th to the 24th so I'll be absolutely knackered on Christmas Eve um but then I think it'll be great because it'll be like oh now I can enjoy Christmas and whatever I might have a New Year's gig as well but again it's all just waiting on like tears and all that at the moment to know what the rules go are. Ahead. Mm-hmm. but yeah what about you how are you feeling about it do you know what like I'm actually really looking forward to it and I think because like we're in a little family bubble anyway and so it doesn't really change like too much like who we would see I've never been like a big party around Christmas like I know a lot of people like go out and party with their friends on Christmas Eve but like I've it's always been family time for me so actually the actual like Christmas like Christmas Eve Christmas Day and Boxing Day isn't going to be much different for me yeah but I'm so excited because Sven definitely knows like what Christmas and what presents is like mm-hmm. obviously he doesn't fully understand Santa but he's got a little advent calendar at the end of the bed that's got little different little toys in and yeah. I kid you not he opens four a day yeah. um, <laughs> bad parenting bad he knows parenting things but in fine. for him he knows he literally goes over and just goes gets them out and opens so 
that's so exciting. But also, it's like you said, like a lot of things have changed, but some things have almost changed for the better. Like my dad, my biological dad, who lives in London, I have not seen him at Christmas for, I mean, probably about, I think he said like 13, 15 years, Mm -hmm. because he is normally in Tokyo because he works with a ballet company over there over Christmas. And this is the first year that he's not going to be able to go because he always has to go because it's work and like obviously he has an obligation to make money to support the family and all of that. Mm -hmm. But like this year, he's just not able to go. And so actually it's like the first Christmas that I might actually be able to see my dad in like the longest time. Yeah. like, there's like, there's obviously so much going on in the world that's a little bit negative and, there's like people not making money and things like that, but there's also like positives coming from the situation. There's so all, I think there's just focusing yeah. on those. There's most of the time there's always a positive and yeah, it really helps to find the positive in ev- any negative situation. Like you said, you're going to see your dad and like me, it's like I've got time this year and stuff and it's like try and take mm-hmm. the goodness, try and take the goodness out of it. Like not trying to, still tell everyone to like stay positive because I hate that but like yeah you know feel what you've got to feel and everything but when you're ready you know start to focus on those little things and be grateful for those little things that you can do you know so what are your fat like what are your Christmas traditions then like what do you normally do on Christmas Eve Christmas Day any like unusual ones um I usually always spend Christmas Eve with friends like Christmas Eve is nice. always a friends thing with us mm-hmm. we we'll usually go to someone's house have a bit of a party or like obviously it's going to be on a smaller scale this year and everything um <laughs> yeah but yeah just see friends that's always been always been the case for me we've always gone to someone's and spent Christmas Eve together um and then Christmas Day Christmas Day has been a weird one for the past few years because when I was younger and when my parents were still together we'd spend it at home grandparents and some aunties and uncles would come around and things like that um Mm -hmm. it'd be like get up open presents all together um then go get dressed mum would make dinner everyone would come around we'd have dinner we'd all like you know melt into the sofas after and that was pretty much it um but for the past couple of years and now this year I spent it with Tom's family because my mum's now a carer so my mum actually works Christmas day um Mm -hmm. so we're gonna do boxing day with her instead um so yeah I'm spending it with Tom's fam which is gonna be good I think we might host this year it's not oh, cool. fully decided yet because also my um I think my dad bless him I think he might be on his own this year like he had no plans when I called him the other day because him and um the woman that he was with have split up I don't know if they're going to get back together or not but you know he doesn't have a plan mm-hmm. to spend it with anyone so far so I rang him I was like what are you doing for Christmas and he was like I don't know I was like what do you mean you don't know and he was like I don't really have a plan and I was like well you can't spend it on your own so you're gonna have to come to me and originally we were going to go to Tom's brothers but I'm like with my dad's coming I don't want him to be like meeting all these people for the first time in a house he doesn't know so I was like why don't we host and then it's kind of like a little bit of my family and your family are together then do you know what I mean like so yeah I love that we hosted our first Christmas last year and like bit stressful to have so many people in your house yeah like the nicest thing you feel like such a grown-up as well because you're like I'm hosting Christmas yeah I think it's a good way I think it's a good way for us to get into it as well because obviously it's like reduce the amount of people you can have so like Mm -hmm. we've only got a few of us and I'm like I feel like I can deal with that and you can also do the thing you know where everyone brings something it's definitely gonna have to be that yeah um but yeah yeah you haven't got the oven space like no our oven's so shit our oven is so like, shit as well. Last year, we had to have Gavin's mum like do half the dinner at her house and drive it over because I was like, my oven is not going to go. No, my <laughs> oven's wank. Like, honestly, I live in a rented space and obviously like the... They don't, just don't care about shit like that. Do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's really wank. It seems to cook everything on the top shelf but nothing on the bottom. Do you know what I mean? So there's so yeah. whenever we cook anything in the oven, like when we do a roast, there's so much swapping of trays and like, do you know what I mean? To make sure everything cooks correctly. But yeah. 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 What are your traditions? We honestly, like our traditions have been around since I can remember. And it's just not quick without traditions, is it? So yeah. we always have spaghetti bolognese on Christmas Eve. 
My stepdad, yeah, my stepdad always used to cook like a massive fat of spaghetti bolognese. Mm-hmm. Um, so we still do that. Gav, Gav's taken over that, that responsibility this year. I think it's because it's like one thing you can like make in bulk, and then we used to like freeze loads of the mints, and then my mum didn't have to cook loads after Christmas because yeah. obviously Christmas can be quite stressful if you're like a mum and trying to host and cook and whatever. Mm-hmm. So always do that, and then I mean, one of our family traditions is definitely we don't do it anymore. But when we were younger, we always used to get our stockings in the morning and then go into my mum and stepdad's bedroom and sit on the bed and open our stockings together, which is so cute. cute. But now that boyfriends and girlfriends are involved, I don't know if my sister's boyfriend will be with us this Christmas, but my partner will definitely be there. And I don't think my mum wants my 30-odd-year-old boyfriend (laughs) in her bed on Christmas morning. So I think this year we might do stockings, like, in the living room. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And then there's some traditions that have obviously died a death because we always used to go to church on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's not a thing anymore. Oh. Yeah, no, no, I don't go to church. Did you ever go to church when you were younger on no. Christmas no, no, my parents never really did that. Like, they, I think... I don't know. I don't know how my parents really feel like religiously. I think they like mm. believe in something, but I don't think it's nece- I don't know if it's necessarily like, you know, Christianity or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So they never put like church on us as a thing to do. Like we did in school and stuff like that. Like I went to I don't know if it was it was it a Catholic school? It wasn't like I don't know. It was like our school mm. uniforms when I was like in primary school had like the cross on it and stuff. So we would sing like you know quite religious songs and things like that and we would go over to churches and do stuff like that but yeah like my parents never made me do any of that they kind of just like let me make my own mind up about that sort of shiz and Christmas was just for like seeing fam do you know what I mean so yeah you see I think my nan would like get us there if she could but none of the younger generation goes to church these days. I could see it being quite cute. Do you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't, Mm. I wouldn't say I'd hate to go or anything like that. I can imagine it being quite magical and quite nice, but yeah, it's not. I mean, I love the singing the song thing. Yeah. That's so much fun when you're like in a room. There's like hundreds of people singing songs together. But yeah, times have lost at the other bit. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. How are you feeling about like? There's so much at the moment. I mean, it's a combination of like lockdown and it being Christmas. Like, I absolutely hate it, and I stay away from the media. But there's so much mm-hmm. about like, don't put on the lockdown or the Christmas pounds, and like. Yeah. You know, yeah. how to how to have healthier options this Christmas and like how do you feel about that situ? I think oh yeah, I just think it's ridiculous, isn't it? And I think also we're coming into a new year where I think we're gonna do a little goal setting anyway on mm. the podcast for around New Year, but we're coming into that time of the year where it's like, Oh, pig out at Christmas and then try not to put on too much weight at Christmas and then come into the new year let's lose all the weight that we put on at Christmas and it's just like oh I literally just shared something on my Instagram like not that long ago being like can we talk about something more interesting than calories this Christmas because honestly there's so much more to life than weight and calories or like how much weight you're going to put on and what you're going to eat and how much I mean it's Christmas it's one day a year but also I mean any time of the year just eat what you want yeah. I just think yeah I find it really I find it really frustrating because I've obviously had eating issues and even though I've done the work and I really really feel like I'm so on top of it things are still so triggering when people are like oh I need to lose x amount of weight mm-hmm. or I can't eat that because it's got this much of calories or like oh god quality street I've been so naughty by eating four quality street oh. yeah, like no I just I always think back to the time when I had a really bad relationship with my body and I can kind of look back at that time now like times when it was really hard for me to look at myself when I would pick prod everything Mm. where I would just like I thought my worth was my body and it's completely untrue and I'm really happy that I'm not that person anymore and when I look in the mirror now like I don't I don't pick and prod I'm like proud of the body I've got and if it's not looking exactly the way that I would like it to look I don't let that affect me so much I'm just like meh like it's not 
it's 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 so mad to think that I'm like that now because a few years ago I was not I was like a completely different person when it came to that sort of mentality and it does anger me seeing all these like triggering things in the media and stuff and it makes me so sad because I'm like you are playing on the people that were me do you know what I mean and like the reason why I never talk about aesthetic within my teaching or within my social media or anything like that is because I never want anybody to be how I was I never want to encourage that behavior I don't want that people to have that relationship with their body and even when I start to take on like private clients and do PTs and things like that I'll be like if your goals are completely aesthetic like that's okay but you know I would rather you think about how you feel do you know what I mean and treat your body with balance and still be able to live a perfectly fulfilled life and have goals but also enjoy your life in between these goals like that's Mm -hmm. absolutely fine but I'm also not gonna like in my training I won't talk about your aesthetic and like that might not be for some people some people might be like okay I don't want to train with you and everything and I was like that's cool that that's absolutely fine but I'm not going to mention aesthetic do you know what I mean because I I just don't want to encourage it I don't want you to be old me like he was so obsessed with it and was heavily depressed and dysmorphic and just a shell of the person I was today so it's like and when I see all of this shit about like Christmas I'm like can you fucking let people enjoy life and not bring everything back to aesthetic like it's just gross and that's the thing isn't it like it, it's all to do with mindset because I totally totally understand that some people do want to lose weight and it's not like coming from a bad place and like yes it's fine to have aesthetic goals mm-hmm. it's like as long as it's healthy in someone's mind. But the problem is that in like 90% of people, it's coming from a place of feeling like they're not enough or that they need to be, you know, they'll be a better person if they lose X amount of weight. Mm -hmm. And I just think this year of all years has taught us what's actually important in life. The Mm -hmm. fact that like we are going to be able to sit around a table with family, with friends, hopefully, depending on bloody tier systems. And like, catch up on what people have been doing this year and I just I wish there was I wish there was more sort of media attention around media health yeah about media health about mental health as there is around bloody weight loss because really I don't want to sit around the table at Christmas and talk about how many calories are in something I want to talk about like what have you been up to? Like, what have you achieved this year? Are you okay? Are you really okay? Like, yeah. how has it been? Has this year been tough? There's so when much I, more to I, life. Right? Somebody shared something on Instagram the other day and I reposted it. And it was like, I mean, this sounds very morbid, but when you die, people aren't going to talk about the percentage body fat you have. Nope. They're going to talk about the love that you gave, the energy that you came to the room, like what you achieved, what you did with your life. And yeah. I'm going to be like, oh my God, her six pack was amazing. Yeah. Like, it's just, we put so much importance on like stupid things. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to offend anyone by being like, you're like worrying about your weight is stupid because I've been there. And like, I, I'm still there sometimes. Some days I'm like, have bad body image days. Yeah. But there's so much more to life than worrying about calories and weight and dress sizes. No, exactly. And it's like, it's one of them as well, where like you can love the body you have whilst changing your body also, Mm -hmm. like whilst working towards changing it. Like it's completely fine if you want to change your body, but also do the work to love the body you have and appreciate the body you have that keeps you safe keeps you warm keeps you know your organs together and things like that and has carried you all of your life you know your body loves you love it back do you know what I mean like it's like you know I always say like now like me and my body we we were not friends back in the day do you know what I mean we were complete Mm -hmm. like it loved me I hated it and like yeah. now we're friends. We fall out every now and again. Do you know what I mean? We fall out. And then like, <laughs> but we always make it up. We understand each other. We love each other. We let each other off and we have balance. We have ups and downs with our relationship, but it always comes back to this thing of being like, I love you. Like I love every part of you. And that's like yeah. what I try and encourage within like my platform and my teaching and everything like that, because it's, 
I've been on this massive fucking journey to get to this point and it's not been easy, but I just encourage others to like go on the journey because I hear so many of these comments, especially working with so many dancers and things like that as well. I hear so many comments and I'm like, oh babe, like I just, I just want to put you on the same journey and I know you're not Mm -hmm. there yet. And it's really sad that you can't see what I see, but like, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. It's it's such a difficult one, but I just want to say like, you know, if you're listening to this and you're freaking out about the holidays, like please enjoy and live your life. Let yourself off, be friends with your body. Like it's absolutely fine. <laughs> like, yeah. Let go. And also like a bit of tough love also that you hating your body is never going to change your body. Mm-hmm. And you can like do the work to like do your workout every day and eat healthily and whatever but also like we're all made up differently like we're all bone structurally differently like people put on weight easier or lose weight easier and I just think it comes down to the point where you have to accept your body because it is the only one you're getting Mm -hmm. of course you can change it in a way like if you want to exercise more and that is a healthy thing for you fine Mm -hmm. but like what we don't gain anything but sadness and stress by hating ourselves yeah and weight loss doesn't fix bad body image like it doesn't fix it like you can you can lose the weight and you might still hate yourself do you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. it's it's better to do the work in terms of mentally to work on self-love towards your body towards your image and you know maybe change your mindset before changing your body and working out do you really want to change your body or do you need to change your mindset do you know what I mean like there's two hundred percent it's working out what's what's more important there you know yeah for sure I feel like that is I feel like that's where we should end that because you've just hit the nail on the head there yeah I try yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm so good at what I do I try. I'm a good podcaster now I've been doing it two minutes but we're, we're rocking it <laughs> babe we're on episode number 12 it's I know Honestly. absolutely so that's mad that we've been doing this for like 12 weeks now I know I know so so exciting so and way to more to come mm-hmm. so much Great more mind. to come as Great always, mind. guys, we love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know. We have an email address. It's hello at themindbodybitches.com. If you want to send us a mail, you can also slip us a DM on Instagram. We are the Mind Body Bitches. Oh, love so, a slide into the DM. I know. I love a cheeky slide into the DMs. <laughs> you know, it makes us so, like, I had a girl uh, message me on my own Instagram this week and she was like, I just want to say I love your podcast. And I just love getting messages like that. One of the dancers said it as well on Monday at my shoot. She was like, Carly, I listen to your podcast when I'm just cleaning and I love it and everything. And it's just, it makes our day slash year. Yeah. This is probably one of the best things that's come out of 2020 for us. So honestly, like, thank you. Thank you so much. For sure. So yeah, thanks guys. And uh, I think we'll leave it there. Yeah, we'll see you next week. All the love, my friends. See you later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Number one, desirable. I do what I want when I want and how I want it. Leave you with the one in the air. I got tons of soul on my true collectible. Famous, also famous, number one, desirable. I do what I want when I want and how I want it. Leave you with the one in the air. That's how I roll. I got changes, so I don't care about no gold. Better, so much better, flipping, incredible. Always on the show, so they know that I still got it. And I never feel sorry, yeah. It's about the world. Yeah, it's about the world. Yeah, it's about the world.